Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Corn Fed Inc. production. Coming at you, hot and heavy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Corn Fed Sports Entertainment Podcast episode. Episode 8, baby. Coming at you, hot and heavy. We are we're already we're already what late May already. The last couple of months have been a whirlwind, that's for sure. Things that oh, we wow. uh, have been happening in our history that we never thought would happen, but we're here. We're still kicking, and we're ready to go at you full speed, corn fed style. <laughs> we, we are alive, no doubt, buddy. We're happy to be back. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social media pages if you haven't. Uh, that's where we do a majority of our stuff. Obviously, we make a ton of posts on there. Our Twitter is at CornFedPodcast1. Our Instagram is CornFedPodcast1. Our Facebook is Facebook.com slash CornFedPodcast1. Our blog website is CornFedPodcast.blogspot.com. Last but not least, our YouTube channel is CornFed Inc. Let's dive into tonight's episode right away, baby. Uh, Tim, you were just telling me. We were talking about the last dance before we popped on uh, air tonight. Give me your pitch for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being the best <laughs> and the greatest, the GOAT of basketball. Let's hear it. It's quite, it's quite simple. <laughs> um, three-time college basketball champion. UCLA. The only, the only reason he did not win four was because they did not let him play. He's the only... Six-time MVP, which is he nuts. won six championships, just like MJ, and he's the all-time leading scorer by a wide margin, too. By a wide margin, by two thousand points, he's got thirty-eight, three, eight, seven, and Carl Malone's got thirty-six, nine, two, eight. He's got over six thousand, six hundred, or yeah, six hundred more points than, or six thousand more points than MJ. Yeah, which is insane. The skyhook so, man. That's just that's yeah, that's that's my pitch. He's just a six time MVP, never lost a championship or college, won six championships, all time lead score. I just I, I I think if he had played the social media age with the shoe deals and the sh- all the other stuff that went with it, he'd be considered a go. And let's be honest, the big man is no longer sexy in our society today. That's no, fact. it's all the threes. Yeah, so that kind of the newer generation of basketball has definitely pushed the big man and especially Kareem aside a little bit. There's no doubt Kareem's probably a top five player of all time, right? You can't argue that, I don't think. Oh, he's definitely a top five, if not top three. Yeah, I mean the stats back it up. Granted, he played with other great players a lot in his career, but still, you can't argue with the all-time uh, leading scorer in the NBA. Who who is who? What is your top five? 
My top five on the spot. On the spot, my friend. This is on the spot. Well, I think I'd have obviously you gotta go Jordan. And I also think you gotta have LeBron in there too. Just because okay. there's no doubt he's one of the best players of all time. Actually, the top five has been a pretty d- big discussion in the, on ESPN and huge sporting world. Every sport radio show I turn on, top five. Paul yeah, Pierce had his controversial top five where he did not put LeBron James in it. I'm <laughs> not really sure how you do that. No, you really can't. But yeah, Jordan, LeBron are one and two. I'm not gonna say which one is ahead of the other. I guess. <laughs> But then I think I'm going to put Magic in there as well. Love Magic Johnson. Can't really go wrong with him. He's He pretty much grew the game of basketball in the 80s along with Larry Bird, who I also have in my top five. Love Larry Legend. Fifth? My fifth? Kareem? Kareem, for sure. So Kobe's not in your top five? He is not. Woo! He's definitely, I would say... Like, without sitting down and actually doing it, you know? He, like, just hard number. I'd say he's top 10 for sure, for sure. Well, he's definitely top 10. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like, I don't know. Like, everybody was talking like he was, like, top 10 for sure. And then, like, not to, like, say that the death his death had anything to do with it, but people are, like, pushing him way higher now, it seems like. Oh, yeah. He's up there with LeBron and Jordan now. It's, like, the three of them. Yeah. Which he's, yeah. he's definitely top 10, like, easily. Like, for sure, top ten, no doubt about that. Is I've heard a lot about this guy this week. Um, is Oscar Robinson in your top ten? Man, you is almost Bill got Russell to just, in your top ten. It's tough to argue with both of those because they have the stats and the championships to back it up. Bill Russell has the championships. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. Like from on a championship perspective, you almost you have to put him in there, right? You almost have to. I would think, but he played on so many good teams. Yeah, That's and he just, was more rebounding than defense, which and I mean, he wasn't granted, a big. Yeah, great shot. I for sure, if I was doing like my personal favorite list, like for best my favorite basketball players of all time, Oscar oh, Robertson sure. would be in the top three, three to five for sure too. Larry Legend's number one, right? Yeah, he's got to be. Larry Larry Legend, uh, like I said, Oscar. Big Hakeem Olajuwon fan. Huge fan of his growing up. Those are my top three for sure. Just like, you know, no no, uh, no brainers right there. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you got in your top five right now? Just My top five? Kareem. Of all time. Kareem, MJ, LeBron. Probably Kobe, and then Magic. Big Kobe guy, huh? I believe in, I, the guy was the closest thing we have to MJ. Oh, no doubt. He Honestly, was a winner. You don't really was, realize it, but until you look at Kobe's stats and just all of his accolades and accomplishments, dude was a freak on both sides of the ball. Oh, yes! He, he was just, unbelievable. He hated losing. Yeah, like competitive drive, love Kobe. Yes. I don't think people appreciated Kobe necessarily enough while he when he was he playing. Sha- Shaq was just such an overwhelming figure. Yeah, it's such a big personality. It overwhelmed a lot of those teams. I mean, and that's a lot of argument people make anymore too. Is Shaq was the most dominant player 
of all time, and he played with Kobe for. But how many does Shaq win without Kobe? Because Shaq had never won until he teamed up with Kobe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough to say. I, I mean, I, I bet Shaq gets one probably, but I don't think he wins the, as many as he does without Kobe. Yeah, I mean, you always need a. I mean, just go back twenty years of basketball. You always need basically two stars on a team anymore to get it done. You know. Because. Mm-hmm. The Lakers three peat. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, that Lakers team from the two thousand like granted what you said with Shaq and Kobe, that three peat team, that's gotta be one of the best teams in just dynasties. That was the time. team that went 16 to one in the playoffs, I think. Yeah, they only lost to Iverson in game one. In game one, and then they beat everyone other game. Yeah, that might be like the most dominating team of all time, I mean, for sure. They were loaded besides just Shaq and Kobe. Oh, yeah. Derek Fisher was a really good player. They had Robert Ori on those teams. It's just, they were really good teams. What year was that? Was that 2001? Either 2001 or 2000. 2000 I got it up. 2001, for sure. They came in as the two seed, it looks like. Swept Portland, went in next one, and swept Sacramento, who was really good in the early 2000s. Then they swept the Spurs in the conference semi or in the conference finals, excuse me. And then they went four one with the Allen Iverson led seventy uh, sixers in the finals. <laughs> yeah, they were just they were dominant. That was seems like such a long time ago. That was the second, I think, of their three peat. Yeah, and then they won again in two thousand and two. So. Yeah, they had uh they had Horace Grant on that team actually. Ron Harper was on that team. Ron Harper was on that team. Yeah, Ron Harper played for like thirty years. I swear. Horace Grant <laughs> was on that team. So yeah, Horace Horace came with four championships at the end. Horace, yeah, no Horace. Well, yeah, I think he had four. I'll look it quick. Did what did you think? Kind of shifting gears a little bit, kind of focusing more on the last dance. We'll get into that more. But what do you think about what Horace has been saying about Michael? He's not wrong. Cause I mean, him, I, he was Michael really to bring those stories up. He was really offended too. I think in the documentary, how he said that uh, Jordan. Well, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> how Jordan like blamed him for leaking those inside details on the that Jordan book. Rules book. Yeah. So Which I, I have not really read that, but I would like thing on this today. Dan Patrick reached out to the writer of that book and asked him if Horace Grant was his snitch. Uh-huh. And basically the guy wrote back an email saying, I'm like one of the best investigative reporters in the history of the world. I've put people in jail. I've brought Congress to their knees. I do not need a rookie telling me how to write a book. So basically he's saying Horace had nothing to do with it. And he just did all his own research and did his own stories. And he said, well, Horace was a rookie, so how would he even know the stuff that those rules? And so he basically def- said there was not, there was no truth to it. So I don't Sam know if Horace Smith. was the sitch or not, but it sounds like he was not. Yeah, Sam Smith is the author of that. Yes. He was featured pretty heavily in the first couple episodes of Last yep. Dance. Yep. So, and... <laughs> Did you hear the story where apparently Michael said Horace couldn't eat on the plane? Yeah, because if he had a bad game, he told the flight attendant to not give him any food, right? And did you hear Horace's response to that? 
<laughs> no, Forrest I was on a radio show and said I would beat his ass. Michael, there would be no six championships because Michael Jordan would not be around today if he told me I could not eat. Uh, he would. Horace Grant is a man among boys. I, I, I think Horace would have snapped him. So I think Michael probably told the not to give him food, but it doesn't sound like she followed through with it. Yeah. There's been a lot of backlash. I was also reading that Scotty Pippen was really offended just how how, how he's was pro- portrayed in the film. What did you think about that? What do you you think about Scotty's Beef Patrol? I didn't think it was that bad. I would say the only thing that made him seem like a bad teammate was how he said, after the fact they talked about how he didn't go in for that last play, you know, and when Jordan wasn't playing, how he said even now that he would probably do the same thing. That's the only thing that made him look bad, and that was his own fault, in my opinion. I was talking to a couple guys today about that today. Yes, they had he had a chance to clear the air on that situation and admit that he was wrong, and he stuck by it. Yeah, that's his own fault right there. So I don't know how. I just don't get that. Yeah, it's... but I mean, I think he's vastly underrated. Oh yeah, he's definitely. Look what he did in those two years without Jordan. Yes, it's basically an MVP candidate the one year, and, and they do they do not win the championships without him. Oh no, he was incredible. One of my so, favorite, like he he was like the first point forward too, like really changed the game. Like yes, with, with no LeBron, like he basically made LeBron who he is. If I'm being completely honest. Oh yes, because his he game is patterned a lot mold, after him. Like yeah, the mold for what LeBron came after. Yeah, for sure. What was your favorite story or memory or made you laugh the most, I guess, from the whole last dance? The favorite story of the whole thing was the Rodman going to Vegas. <laughs> where Michael tells Phil, Phil, if we let him go for 48 hours, you know he's not coming back. <laughs> how Michael has to go to Vegas and like knock down his hotel door and bring him back. With Carmen Electra <laughs> then, in there. Yeah, Carmen Electra hiding behind the couch. And then he, Michael tells that story about how they're running laps in practice and Jennings just blows by all of them. <laughs> He's just a different dude. I would love a 10-part episode on Dennis. That would probably be better. I mean, the man is just... He's hes fascinating to me. And he's pulled some great-looking women in his life. He really has. He has an I, all-star I, lineup, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't see what they see in the worm. I was watching Twitter, you know, just when, when it came out, because... People were tweeting all about it and pretty much live tweeting it like we do with our sports anyways. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Champion, big uh, talking head, was on ESPN. ESPN. I'm not sure if First she's, is she still is she still on ESPN. I think she left ESPN. I think so, too. But anyways, she tweeted out how her, I don't know how old her daughter is, high school age. I guess she was talking about how what she her words obviously how hot Dennis Rodman was and I was like that's so wild I don't get it <laughs> but good for him man good for him maybe it's just the whole I don't I don't care personality and just like out to have fun you know I just he's just fast I noticed when so I always watch these episodes of my wife was always kind of like texting and talking to her friends do whatever she's doing but when the Dennis episode aired she stopped and like watched it and it like it fascinated her like she wanted to know more about this weird dude and. Like I, we've talked, I found it, how smart Dennis was. He was brilliant. 
Yeah, he studied rotations like, on he each shooter. He understood rebounding. Yes, he understood how to rebound. And he talked about how he'd just take his friends to the gym and just have them shoot all night, and he would rebound them. It was just, I did not realize that. Literally would study the rotation on the ball. That's just yes. insane. He knew like how Reggie Miller's ball would come off or Jordan's. Or, it was just, I did not know any of that. That was fascinating to me. He fit in so well with that team, too. Like, he could just know, own his role and be like a weirdo and bring his lunch pail and. Yeah, I like that wins. part where he thought it was him and Jordan when Pippa was out. <laughs> and then Pip came back and he was like, oh, back to the third role. No longer be a Mike. He's definitely the greatest. I wouldn't even necessarily call him a role player, but non superstar. Like, he was just a superstar in his role. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I don't know if I would say he was a role player necessarily, but he kind of was, if that makes sense. He, he definitely do his role. Yeah. Just um, grab an insane amount of rebounds. And he wasn't even how, that tall. How much of how Phil coached him do you think Steve Kerr took with what he does with Draymond Green? I would say a good amount. Like, I, I feel like Steve kind of realized the same thing Phil realized about Dennis. That, hey, he's a different animal. We have to treat him right. And if we get him right, we'll get the best out of him. Yeah, I would say Draymond is a little more verbal than Dennis ever was. Yes. But I would say he definitely took that a lot a lot from Phil because Phil's obviously one of the best, I would say, relationship coaches. And especially in the NBA, there's usually yes. some divas and certain type of attitudes, you know? So I think yep. he definitely, that might have been the biggest thing that he took from Phil, honestly, is just how important relationships are and what you can do even with a guy that's a little out there, but you know if you push the right buttons, keep pushing the right buttons, you can get him to that next level where you need him to be so the team can be a championship contender. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at it. Draymond, when Mark Jackson was there, he was he was okay. But once yeah. Steve Kerr took over, it really made him he into a championship him, team, probably somewhat to do with let that. Let it be let it be Draymond. Just let him do it. Yeah. That was interesting. It's just interesting to see how much Steve Kerr learned from Phil. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was around some great coaches, too. He played for uh, Popovich the next after the last dance in 99. Mm-hmm. That's a couple great coaches to be around. Yeah, he went right. He I didn't realize he did the four-peat. I kind of never real. I, I knew he won with the Spurs, but I did not know that was right after Gordon. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I forgot the lockout and all that happened the season after the Bulls' last championship. Hopefully that never <laughs> happens again. I hate lock- lockouts have happened a lot, honestly, if you think about it. I've seen an NBA lockout. I've seen a Major League Baseball lockout. Yeah, the NBA one. There was a one NBA for, was that in like 2013 there, or 14? Was there two? Oh, yeah, there was, wasn't there? Yeah, it was somewhat recently, honestly. I'm going to look that up. I forgot about that. But uh, do you think we're going to see the NBA this year? I think just from what I've been reading, I think it's more likely than baseball is because baseball is kind of out at a numbers and money issue as well. They're fighting where the NBA seems way more unified. NBA, I think, just wants to play. Uh-huh. I don't, we need one of them back. One of them would be great. I I wouldn't even care which one. I love both the sports. Those are my favorite two sports for sure. I would love a playoffs right. NBA playoffs right now. 
Oh man, we'd be getting into the heart of we'd the be conference Western finals. Conference, Eastern yeah. Conference Finals right now. We should have Lake. We should have Lakers Clippers going at it, and Giannis still trying to make a championship. It'd be awesome. Oh yeah, Giannis against the Lakers or Clippers would just be so much fun. Yes. Speaking um, of Giannis, I was playing as the Milwaukee Bucks in 2K the other day online. Giannis uh-huh. is incredible in that game, man. Incredible. Oh, I'm sure. Get the rebound with him because he grabs every rebound and just go coast to coast and dunk it, man. That's how he does it. <laughs> Speaking of the NBA lockout, it looks like LeBron James tried to play, almost thought about playing the NFL. Did you see that story? I did see that story. I'm glad you brought Jerry that up. Jerry Jones too. offered him a contract. Tight end or wide receiver? Or probably uh, wide receiver, I'm guessing. Yeah, wide receiver. Apparently he started training at 40 and added more to his bench press. Hmm. Yeah. There's no question football takes a different <coughs> workout type than basketball. What do you think the ratings would have been if he would have signed? Through the roof. No if doubt a, about it. A cowboy game with LeBron James in it. I'm not gonna lie. I honestly think LeBron would excel as a wide receiver. He oh, would he be for good. Sure would. He's six seven, six eight. Can jump out of the gym. Can run like a horse, man. He he'd be incredible. I was just telling someone that tonight. I don't like LeBron, but he is the best athlete I've ever seen. Yeah, just straight up pure, pure athlete. athlete. Like that's the a big difference between him and, and him and Jordan. Were like similar athletically, but LeBron's also pure muscle, two sixty. And he's six seven, six eight. You know, yeah. It's just it's unbelievable. Do you so, think he would have done pretty well then too? Oh yeah, yes for sure. I believe he was an all state wide receiver in high school. He was I'm pretty sure he went to the state won a state championship too. <laughs> so, I bet he had some offers. Oh for sure. But yeah, Jerry Jones offered a contract. He has signed in his office. Oh yeah, here I just looked it up. He had offers from Ohio State and Notre Dame and Miami. <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure. He could have been a two-way player at Ohio State. He really could have. I think that's where I, he was going to go and play if he wouldn't have went straight to the league, obviously. So me and my dad were talking about that one time. He's like, can you imagine if LeBron had gone and played college basketball at Ohio State and you have a guy like Jordan Bohannon from Iowa trying to guard him? It just would have been, it would have been unbelievable. Or anyone, even like that little Aaron Kraft, or just think about some of the guys in the Big Ten. Jeez, man. Trying to guard LeBron James. It would have got so bad. It would have. Oh. There's no doubt he would have been the most dominant college basketball player of all time. Yeah, they no don't want the championship. His rookie year in the NBA, grown man with grown men, he averaged where are we at? He averaged twenty one points, <laughs> six assists, almost six boards. Almost two steals and a block a game at 19 yeah, years old. 19. That'd have been in college. Jeez. Yeah. It would have been unbelievable. What is, but, besides LeBron, let's, let's say a different sport, for instance, because basketball is easy because they're all great athletes and you can pretty much pick any, any sport that they'd be good at. Like, for instance, Russell Westbrook, be a great safety. I think we all know that. Yes. <laughs> so let's say another sport, football baseball, even tennis. <laughs> if you could pick one guy off of like those rosters to go and excel in another sport, which one would it be and why? I don't know. That's a good question. It's tough. I'm always, 
I've always said that if we as a country decided we wanted to be good at soccer, I, I think we could kill people. I mean, we have we all the take, money in the world. If we took the LeBron James and the Russell Westbrooks and all the athletes and said, you know what, we just want to be the best soccer team in the world. We're going to train our kids from or ditching all other sports, just becoming soccer. I think we'd kill people. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think about our athletes. We have the great, like, just the Olympic numbers and gold medals at the Olympics back that up, too. Yes. If we just, like, LeBron James would have been a heck of a soccer player if he wanted to be. Oh, yeah. So would Russell Westbrook. <laughs> but who, so what's your athlete that you'd like to see go to another sport? Honestly, this is a little biased. Get it? Javi Bias. <laughs> yes. I think he could be a very good soccer player, maybe even football player, just because he's he's super quick and he's just like crafty. Yep. Like I think he would be a great cornerback. He kind of fits that mold, you know. Like he would get up in your face a little bit, talk a little trash. He kind of reminds me of <laughs> J- Jair Alexander a little bit in that. He would get up in your face. So I think he would be fun to watch on the football field. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to think about that one. That's a good question. Yeah, I, it just kind of came up. Like, <laughs> I don't know, That's man. An interesting question. <laughs> I mean, that, you, was, that was fascinating watching Jordan play baseball. Honestly, that was impressive. Let's be honest. I think you would agree with me. Didn't play I, baseball for 14 years. Goes to like the toughest minor league affiliate, too, because a lot of AAA is typically doesn't have as many high prospect as AA, yeah. as, as you know. And he batted 200 for the year. And. <sighs> What's even more amazing that uh, Tito Terry Francona was his um, his manager. I I did not know that. I didn't either. How awesome that was is that? To me, uh, and I I kind of the kid when that happened. I remember getting the Jordan baseball card. It was the greatest day of my life. But I always thought it was more of a gimmick. I didn't know he actually like took it serious. Yeah, he went all in. It sounded like yeah, it sounds his trainer. My and dad, stuff. like they said, my dad told me he's like, I think if there would have been the lockout baseball that year he would have stayed pro and kind of yeah i mean even tito said if he would have had x number of at bats he would have found a way to get to the big big leagues for sure yes which is unbelievable to be that means a lot coming from him yeah tito's been in in the league yeah and he's been in the league forever he's a world series champion he knows as much about baseball as anyone yeah no doubt about that but it's just how hard jordan worked i just did not know that yeah he really Went all in. I believe there's a 30 for 30 on that as well. Correct me. Yeah, Jordan rides the bus. Yes. It's been a while since I've seen that. I need to rewatch that for sure. I have not seen that. So I heard another question with his last dance. If you could have another athlete, Tom Brady's getting his now. I see where they announced he's going to have a nine part documentary. What other athlete would you like to see this kind of last dance series on? You know which one I would think? would be super entertaining. I'm a little biased again, but I think Brett Favre. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I know you love Brett. I love Brett too, but I don't know about Brett. Is, is there anything we don't know? Like we've heard so many stories with him. I just, I don't know how much new information there'd be with Brett. Yeah. But no, he I, is I, I get it. He is. Cause he was just such a larger than life character. character. Yeah, yeah. Just his. Yeah. I think he would have some good stories. I also think, Barry Bonds would be a great one. Uh, that's that's. But would he tell the truth, or is he just going to come out and say I never used steroids? If we could yeah. give the truth, then I'll have all in. All in, all in. That would be incredible. 
I'm really interested in the Brady one. Are we going to get into the Belichick Brady split? Because that's what I want to see. When's that supposed to start production? 2021. Yeah, I want to see. Are they going to talk the split between Belichick and Brady? I doubt Belichick will contribute that much. I can't imagine he would be. He's not going to issue a comment, I don't think. I don't think they're going to sit down in a room like they did Phil Jackson. Maybe they will, but I doubt it. Yeah. He's not really the type to do that, is he? No, I don't really see him doing that. But it'd be fascinating if he did. Another one I thought of, I'd love to see Tiger Woods. He, he I mean, his the roller coaster, yeah. And the, all the ups and downs with the models and the drugs. and His could probably be way longer than Jordan's, honestly, too. And then the comeback. Or, yeah, because how he was raised as a kid. And just, it's a fascinating. I'd love to see some more of that. Well, then his like, dad his passed away in a, in a weird way as well. Yep, and his dad was a military general, so he raised him like, we're going to be military, Straight like arrow, yeah. doing push-ups all the time and just like working out. And so it's just, uh, uh, to me, he's fascinating. I'd love to see more of that. Yeah, that Tiger would be a great one. But I, I'll, I'll probably watch the Brady one, but I just don't know how, I don't know. I don't know how much truth we're going to get out of it. How in, yeah, with Belichick not being fully all in. You know? I doubt he's really going to come out and say, yeah, I deflated footballs before that AFC <laughs> championship game. No doubt about that, man. So, I'm assuming he'll control it just like Jordan did the narrative. Yep, for sure. So, yeah, just if he controls the narrative like Jordan did, then it won't be as interesting to me, but I hope we get some truth. I'd love to see it. But uh, speaking of documentaries, did you see the LeBron-Alex Bregman fight? No, I hadn't heard anything so, about this. Alex Bregman and LeBron apparently shared an agency, Clutch Sports. Yep. Matt and Carter. LeBron has decided to make a documentary on the Astros cheating scandal. Oh, I did see this, yeah. And Bregman went and asked him to not, and they said no, because LeBron's their biggest client, obviously. Yep. And so Bregman left. Really? He fired his agent, he got a new agent, left Clutch Sports because he does not want LeBron to release a documentary on the Astros. Honestly, that's going to be a great documentary why does lebron want to release a documentary of the astros first of all that is kind of interesting but i mean it's gonna be a great documentary it really is that's a fast another fascinating story that's just people forgot about because of this pandemic and there's been so many things that have taken the rear view mirror in the last two months too and (laughs) that's definitely one of them like that was like the top topic in sports before this I was really looking forward to it. The Astros are going to get off easy with that now, man. Yeah, because people forgot about it. And there's not going to be so, any fans in the stands this year anyways. No, the, yeah, it's just going to be a different. It's going to be different. It's depressing. But, anywho, so that's that's what I got in the documentaries. I was watching Stephen A today. Okay. and he well, that's, that's a mistake, right? <laughs> Well, he was just talking about, which I actually agreed with a little bit. Back to the last stance, just for one more. He said, he was saying, he's like, we were led to believe this was more of a 1998 Bulls last dance documentary. And it was more so just about Jordan and his whole career. Which I Jordan career doc. It really was. And I honestly think they probably left out tons of footage from that 1998 season that they have access to. I I completely thought we were just going to have it was all be last season. I was completely caught off guard by that. 
Oh yeah, they definitely promoted it not very well. Like they promoted it well, but they didn't promote it correctly. I guess is what I mean. I did not know that it was going to be about Jordan's whole career. Don't get me wrong, I still loved it, but totally agree. So, no, that was that was very interesting to me. No doubt. So, what's uh, the next next step in sports that we see here moving forward? Is there any well, step? I heard the NBA's thinking Disney World. <laughs> Happiest place in, in the world. It makes sense. They have these open hotels. You know, they have basketball courts. But yeah, they all Dan, could literally just stay stay there. Yeah, Dan Patrick was talking about that, how they come back, play a 5-10 game season, and then go to the playoffs. But how are you going to convince players that are out of the playoffs, like the Atlanta Hawks, or just horrible teams, hey, come play 10 games? Like, what? What's the incentive there? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's your job and you're getting paid to getting do paid. it. Well, that's like I but, saw Harden came out today and said he's not in a rush to get back. Just let this whole pandemic, when it's at its so le- lowest he, point. He, Cut out way bad there, Tim. This season? Not necessarily. He didn't say that. Does he just want to cancel this season? He didn't necessarily say that. He just said, let's just wait until... You know, this stuff's like pretty well taken care of, which who knows what will happen with that ever. But that's but I feel topic. like if we wait for that, we're just going to have to cancel the season because we'll have to start the other one. Yeah. But then Kendrick <laughs> Perkins came back and said at him, you know, they used to play together with the Thunder. He said, that's easy for you to say just because you're a superstar and you're getting tons of money from other yes. outlets too. But some of these role players and like lower guys, like they don't get paid like near the amount. Like they're no. probably hurting a little, not hurting, but could use another paycheck, you know? Yes. So I thought that so was just, interesting. At some point, like I said, they have to finish this season or just say it's over because they have to start next season at some point. Yeah, like the league I mean, calendar year with the draft and whatnot. With the draft and free agency free stuff, agency. and if you're going to... The season usually starts... There's no way the next season starts in October, first of all. Oh, no way. I think do they you think said this they is, were going to push that back at some point. Do you think but, this is the NBA? They've always talked about starting the season Christmas Day. Do you see this as their opportunity now to do that? Um, I'm not sure on the Christmas Day thing, but I will say it's the perfect time because they've been talking about this for a while too, is to reduce the number of games. I haven't seen that too. Which I guess technically, if you do start it on Christmas Day, that does reduce the games as well. But I'd be fine with still playing the 18-game season, just start it on Christmas Day instead and go into July or August instead of June. Yeah, I mean, go right up to when the NFL starts. Have your championship in August. That might be better because the NBA starts what, like early October now. October, and you're competing with the heart of the NFL season. Yeah, and college football. Yeah, so don't and MLB playoffs. Yes, start Christmas Day. You're done with the MLB. You're basically done with college. You have to compete with the NFL playoffs for the first month of your season, but then once that's over, you have the rest of the year to yourself. That's not a bad idea. And then when baseball's hitting, when baseball's hitting its peak of the middle of the season, you're already into your playoffs. Yep. So people are so going to want to watch that. Yes, I think you start your season Christmas Day with a bang, and then play into August instead of June. And I think that's what they'll take this opportunity for. Kind of reevaluate, reevaluate yes. their league calendar. You're just no one pays attention. I mean, you do because you're a diehard NBA fan, but the average fan does not pay attention to. NBA October November. 
No. Christmas is like, like you said, when it starts. That's to, when I start paying attention. Yeah, it starts to pick up significantly because <laughs> it's on all day Christmas Day and there's nothing else on that day. Yes, but the NFL is king until February. Yeah. And so I just think yeah. that might might be a good idea for them. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thought. We should uh, contact Adam Silver. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure someone has. But, but anywho, so that's... What is one sporting rule? I just thought of this. One sporting rule you could change, amend, or add to any professional sport. What would it be and why? <laughs> one rule I could add? Yeah. On the spot question. What do you what is yours? Honestly, I like this from the Euro Leagues and just Olympic style leagues. The whole goaltending rule. Like, if it's still rolling around on the rim, you can knock it off. I find that kind of fascinating. That is very interesting. So, what's the rule? You can just knock, you can touch the ball whenever you want? If it's, like, rolling around, like, it can't be, like, on the way down, but if it's, like, rolling on the rim. So, like, Kawhi Leonard shot in the Eastern Conference semifinals last year when it yep. bounced up and down. They could have jumped up, like, knocked it off. The Sixers, uh, Who's the crazy dude for the six game Embiid. thing? Name now. Embiid, Embiid could have just jumped up and grabbed it. Yep, could have knocked it off. That would have been wild. Yeah, could you imagine the drama from that? Because <laughs> that thing bounced like two or three times. Yeah, another one I would oh. like. Hockey implemented this too a little bit with their three on three overtime rules. Yeah, if the NBA did that, like just to have them play to eleven, a, a three on three half court play to eleven, I think yes. that would be awesome. One thing I would really like. This is a rule that goes to European soccer. How they regulate, uh, or I don't know what the word is, but they get rid of teams basically. Yeah. So you don't. The last place team doesn't get to play in the league the next year. They yes. kick a team out. They we kick talked a team about out. that. We talked about that with I'm, the XFL and NFL. All for this. Make that a rule in all sports. You finish last in your league, you're out. Bring a new team in. Yeah, you get regulated. Yeah, I'm all for that. Because that doesn't promote tanking at all then it doesn't promote tanking and those games like you have an nfl season with two own 14 teams going at it they're going to try as hard as they can to win that game so they're not eliminated yeah i totally I, agree I, with you i think it'd be so much fun it would add a, a lot of insight and just competitive drive to those teams that have nothing to give and then another rule to help eliminate tanky was i think you take the two especially the nfl Week before the Super Bowl, take the two worst teams, put them in a game. Winner gets the number one draft pick. <laughs> I like Browns, that. Browns, Bengals the week before the Super Bowl for the number one draft pick. It'd be a lot better than the Pro Bowl we have to watch. Oh, it'd be a heck of a lot better than the Pro Bowl. And you'd get to play, you'd have to play to win to get the number one pick. You play to win the game, Tim. You play <laughs> to win the game. Playoffs. Yeah, no, that would just—I think that'd be—I think that'd be a great rule. That'd be fun. I, I, I totally agree. Plus, the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is just trash. It's the worst All-Star game in sports. Well, it makes—it's so hard. You can't. And they almost just play, need to make it flag football. If I'm being to honest, to play in the NFL, you have to go 100% wanting to kill people the whole time. Yep. You just have to. It's a—it's a mentality. You can't play it half-hearted. Yep. 
Well, it's weird because the games, like competitions they do before the Pro Bowl, the week of, you know, those are fun yes. to watch. And that's what they should just stick with. Just make it like More a glorified uh, outdoor drinking contest game. Yeah. <laughs> Where I, the NBA, I think, how did you feel about their speaking of All-Star games? How did you feel about what they did this year? I thought it was great. It's the best All-Star game I've seen <laughs> NBA for a long time. They were all out. And just the overall method, I thought, was interesting. But the no time limit and just play to a number, I think that was really good because then it didn't let you just slack off, you know, the first 12 minutes of the game or first six minutes of the fourth quarter, you know. You went all out from the start because you're like, okay, we got to get to this number before them, you know. Yeah, there was no subs. It was just the same guys going at it for – it was wild. They were taking charges out there. (laughs) (laughs) And like Chris Paul, those guys would let it like wouldn't get off the floor. It was I just thought it was awesome. Yeah, that's I love I I love NBA All Star Weekend. It's awesome. There's a lot of fun things. The dunk contest has been improving. I think the last few years. The There's skills some controversy. contest, the three point shooting. It's just such a fun. The celebrity All Star Games fun to watch too because they're idiots. <laughs> yes, it's just such a fun weekend. No doubt. Yeah, I mean I love the Major League Baseball All Star Game too, but I I really love. NBA. Yeah. Yeah, the MLB is great because they usually have some like legends come back and it just kind of hits you in the heart strings a little bit, you know? Yep. So. Is there anything else you really think of that you want to discuss on tonight's episode? No. The Cubs are going to win the World Series when they finally get back. I have been thinking about that a lot. Not necessarily just (laughs) the World Series, but just like the Cubs contracts. Like, do you think if we would have known this happened that they would have traded Chris Bryant. <laughs> Just talking to my dad about that tonight. It's a that's the biggest thing. If baseball does not happen, Mookie Betts will be a free agent. Just a waste. A free agent. Yeah. Man. Chris Bryant will have one year left on his contract. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping so, they get some long term deals nailed down here soon. As a Cubs fan. Speaking speaking of that. Cubs prospects Brian Smith, who works for Bleacher Nation, just tweeted out, I'm fascinated to watch what the Cubs do with the rotation spots three for five in 2021. It's absolutely wide open after Darvish and Hendricks. Yeah, because no Lester. No Lester. No. Chatwood. I don't think Quintana's <laughs> lopped up. Yeah. The, to extend Quintana or a qualified offer. So, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Three-fifths of our pitching staff after this year, who knows what. Nuts. Huh. It's I just want to play baseball again and be worried about the Cubs every single day. Yeah, times were a lot simpler then. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and oh, never forget I'll never forget as long as I live that night when the NBA when the world shut down. Oh yeah, I'll never forget me, that. Me and you podcast. I remember you texting me on the way over to your house. Holy shit, the NBA just got canceled. Yeah, because they uh the news about Gobert Gobert came out. Yeah, and like the thunder thing was starting to happen, and then you came over, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll never forget and then, that. And then we sat and talked, like we previewed the Big Ten tournament, we're like, "It's not happening." Man. And then we thought that was while we were on, we were doing our podcast. We thought that uh, Hoiberg, Fred Hoiberg, Hoiberg might have contracted it. It was like he was at the hospital. That's it was scary. just that was just wild times, and then. The Hawkers got canceled the next day. And, oh, it just got ugly. Man, the world's definitely been spinning at a different 
The last game I watched was St. John's versus Creighton. Like live game, you mean? Yeah, they played the Big East. They started the Big East tournament that day. Yeah, which is nuts. And they played the first half. Man, that's that's something. (laughs) Just just crazy. I don't. I'll never forget it. But no, I think that's good. Yeah, great episode tonight, my friend. It's always fun. Oh, I is. see you put up a Facebook poll. What are the where are we at on? Uh, uh, let me bring that up here quick. It was close. Uh, the MLB was actually leading. I think honestly, because some of it has to do with it being an outdoor sport. Would you agree with that? Yes, but I just feel like the NBA is better at what they do. Yeah, and the, they seem more motivated to get it. They will find a way to do it. Yeah, and the I think MLB silver's the man. Yeah, he's he's a great commish. But the MLB is leading 58% to 42% from the NBA. The poll question is, which sport is coming back to compete first? I voted for NBA, honestly, because I think they will be back before the MLB, just from everything I've been reading. Which is just sad. Yeah, so some of it is, a lot of it has to do with money, I feel like, now, too. It really is looking like that. Yeah. Which is sad. <laughs> if they do not play, I just feel they'll do themselves such serious damage. Well, and the MLB, uh, the viewerships and ratings of the MLB has been declining over the last few years, too. Yeah. And this would be a chance for them to come back. Ratings would be huge. Just some yeah. goodwill. Yeah, because nothing else is on. No, it's a goodwill. Sports. Yeah. We need to discuss... On one of our next episodes, I think I told you how I had that presentation I had to do yes. for my master's about the new baseballs in the MLB. I got a ton of information I found about it. I think I would we would have a good time discussing that sometime. I agree. So we'll we'll probably do that next episode for sure. That would yes, be a lot of fun. For sure. I think uh, you would get into it too because I, oh. I know you're passionate about it. <laughs> yes, I am. So, but, No, that's good. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up for the night? No, that is good. Everyone have a safe, happy Memorial. Yeah, that's this weekend, weekend isn't out it? out there. Hope you get out there celebrate with friends and family. I'm telling you, just get out there, have some fun, start to live your life again. Let's let's enjoy this weekend. Yeah, I feel like if you're outside, not that the social distancing doesn't apply, but I agree. You can at least be in the vicinity as another person, you know. With your friends and family, yes. Just be out there. Be outside. Enjoy it. Have some drinks. For sure. I'll be up for all weekends. Live it up, my friend. Live it up. Yep. But Make sure you follow us on all our social media pages if you haven't. You know, we got our Twitter, Cornfed Podcast One. Our Instagram, Cornfed Podcast One. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Podcast One. Our blog website is cornfedpodcast.blogspot.com. And last but not least, our YouTube channel is Cornfed Inc. Well, you know what that means, right, Timmy? You've been officially Cornfed.